Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Mark and the Interpol. Okay, so is there a story to your... The girl you're dating, stealing no. a sign? No, just told me that it was interesting that, you know, I had mentioned that she, she did the whole, hey, how was your day, dear, story yesterday. And I was like, I don't remember what we talked about. And then I went, oh, yeah, we, st- we talked about stealing signs. And I told her I had stolen uh, the entering Sharon sign. She's, and, and her first thought was, oh, I hope there's a town named after me somewhere, which I thought was very romantic. That is romantic. Because she wants an entering her name here. Uh, well, I got that. Oh, okay. I just <laughs> yeah, want to make sure. I figured make, that out. want to make sure it was clear there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we were talking about that because of the, you know, Major League Baseball scandal with stealing signs from the catcher. And we talked about stealing signs. And actually, you know, uh, females were all in. Yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly, what, you know, this is, we talk about equality and like, you know, when the Me Too movement and all that stuff. Women way ahead of the curve when it came to stealing signs back in the day. Yeah, so when I was a very little girl, my grandfather used to drive me up and there was a sign called Watch for Falling Rocks. So we would pull over and we would sit in the car and we would watch for falling rocks. <laughs> so, so when I when he passed, I went and took one of those signs as a sentimental thing. I have it in my bedroom. I kind of like that story. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So this is in your bedroom where rocks often come. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know when rocks can fall. You well, know, um, well, the important thing is when they do, you got to get your rocks off. Yes, Hey-oh. exactly. <laughs> you know, I never thought of it that way. That's that's a, really? That's a, yeah, I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, and you know what? She is one of many who have watched for falling rocks but never seen them. You know, it's funny. I, I, I always think of those things like watch for falling rocks. Like you're in the middle of a highway in the middle of nowhere. Does anybody stop and go, oh, look, dear, we've seen one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Quick, get a picture of it. By where my wife uh, lived when she grew up, there was always, for years, it's not there anymore, there was a deaf child area sign. We were always like, <laughs> where? Where? What? Never saw one. So now, And now so, the sign's gone, so the, the deaf child must have moved. Do you think the city takes that sign and moves it wherever that kid moves to? <laughs> Save a couple dollars, I, maybe? Deaf adult area. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. But uh, anyway. I mean, what do you do if you see a deaf child in the middle of the road? You can't beep. I mean, that's like, well, I think I mean, you're what stop. are you doing? That's, yeah, you I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, you, do you have to assume that every child you encounter in a chi- in an area where a deaf child lives might be deaf? Yes. Wow. Yes. Like, I, like it just like until you mentioned that, it never occurred to me what what's the point of that sign and why? How am I supposed to react to it? Uh, well, there you go. Right, okay. Got to go drive slower, I guess. All right, more females. So, I grew up in northern Arizona, a small town called Cottonwood. Yeah. And I was a cheerleader. The uh, place to drink in Cottonwood was a place called Fifth Street, because Fifth Street crossed the river, and then you were in a state park, and the local police could not cite you for public intoxication because you were on state property. Um, they, of course, would wait until you came back off, and then they would get you, but uh, so the this common street sign that was sold was the Fifth Street sign. So imagine two 15, 16-year-old girls driving up at like 8 o'clock at night, it's dark, jumping out, and being cheerleaders, we could get up one person up on another person's shoulders <laughs> really quick um, and pride off the sign. All right, using their skills there. Yeah. Not bad. And say to yourself, well, what kind of marketable skills will you have as a cheerleader after you get out of school? Well, you could be a cat burglar. 
Pat Burglar who can take on the second floor. Get to the second floor window more easily than somebody else. Interesting point right there. So, sign stealing. It's not just for guys anymore, apparently. I guess, you know, who knew that women were such miscreants? Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. This is our, uh, the point in the week where uh, we sort of introduce you, try to bring the community closer together. Uh, maybe you don't know the name of that strange person or not so strange person or just a person who might be a stranger to somebody else that doesn't know who they are. You have to find a way to describe them. You can't just say, it's the guy that lives two houses away from me. That's boring. It has no color. It has no flavor. So we give him a neighborhood nickname. Exactly. Like, I, I do know my next door neighbor. Very good guy. If I didn't know him, he'd be woodworking guy. Okay. He's always in the garage. Today. He's great with woodworking. All right. Well, Very see- skilled. I've got uh, I've got a kid next door. That, I mean, I, I like to call Spicoli because he's in his twenties and has long, stringy, greasy hair and rides a battery-powered skateboard down the street. And when you ask him any question, he says, "I don't know." Yeah. Let's get a neighborhood nickname. What's yours? How you doing? This is Tom from Surprise. Hi, Tom. All right, it's <laughs> itchy, scratchy, smoky pants. <laughs> Had some new neighbors moved in. You know, I was trying to be all nice. Went over, introduced myself. Hey, if you ever need anything, let me know. You know. And uh, she started coming over one night, and it was like 9 o'clock in the evening, and she's all itchy, scratchy, she scratched herself, and she's like, do you have a cigarette? Sort of weird, so I gave her a cigarette. Next time she came over, she's all itchy, scratchy. Do you have any Benadryl? Uh, no, I don't have any Benadryl. Do you have a cigarette? So after a while, I started saying, no, I don't have any cigarettes. And then I looked out the window when she was leaving. She was looking around in my driveway and around the curb looking for some uh, used cigarettes. Some snipes, yeah. So, yeah, itchy scratchy. <laughs> Man, she yeah, sounds I, lovely. Next time she comes to the uh, to the door, she'll be like, do you have any of this? And she's scratching it. Do you have a meth problem? Because <laughs> yes. you show all the signs. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, feel free anytime. You can check in with a neighborhood nickname, 480-470-KSLX. In fact, you're going to need that number shortly as we give away Pat Oswalt tickets in a Pamela Anderson marriage quiz. Oh, nice. She got married again. All right. Well, that's coming up. It is 644 with Mark and Neanderthal. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Good morning, it's Mark and Neanderthal. With whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Uh, Dave. Dave, welcome to the radio program. Now we're going to get you enrolled in a little thing we like to call the Pamela Anderson Matrimonial Quiz. Uh, are you a big fan of Pam Anderson? Well, sure, why not? How about Pam Anderson? <laughs> She's good, too. I gave her a stripper name, Pam Amberson. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to ask you some questions. Hopefully, you'll give us better answers than I've been providing this morning, and you'll win a fabulous prize. Yeah, so here we go, Dave. Here's your question, your first one. When Pamela Anderson married Tommy Lee of Motley Crue, how long had they known each other? Was it four days, four weeks, or four months? I think that was four weeks. No, I'm sorry. It was four days. Days. Hard to believe that marriage didn't last. Yeah. Your next question. (laughs) On October 6th of 2007, Pamela Anderson married film producer Rick Solomon. Did they make it together into 2008 before they separated? 
Yes or no? No. That is correct. They, they separated on December 13th before the new year ended. I got to ask, are you having a lightsaber battle? Because <laughs> no. it just the sound, the buzzing sound in the background sounds very like, weird. Sounds like a little Star oh, Wars thing. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, my rack on the truck is too low to the hood, so it uh, vibrates while we're going. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, one more question for you. Pamela Anderson sure. married Kid Rock on July 29th of 2006. In what month of 2006 did she file for divorce, citing irreconcilable differences? Now, again, they got married on July 29th. Did they file in September, October, or November? Uh, October. No, it was November, but hey... One guess is as good as the other in a situation like that. Yeah, for bonus points that don't exist, who gave Pam Anderson hep C? Was it Kid Rock or Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee. It, yeah, no, it could have been either or the other. We would have taken C all of yeah. the above. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay, yeah, this is audio. We're not going to tell you where it's from because it's a mystery sound. You have to guess. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> That's not good. This, this, is, a this, is, bad. Oh, this is bad. This isn't no. no good. Oh, this is terrible. There are going to be ramifications for this going forward. And it's just, just no point to it. There's no point to it is what no. that audio is all about. Obviously, a very highly attended event, a big crowd there. Yeah. And something went on that was, uh, well, I guess, uh, socially unacceptable. So the the guesses are, was that the announcers on ESPN during a brawl at the end of the Kansas-Kansas State game? Okay. Was it the audience reaction to Robert Downey Jr.'s new movie, Doolittle? Okay. Or was it the guests at Pamela Anderson's latest marriage this past Monday? <laughs> Can I hear it again? That's not good. This is, this, is oh, this is bad. This isn't no, no good. Oh, this is terrible. There are going to be ramifications for this going forward, and it's just, just no point to it. You know, it could still be all three. Could, could be, be all any, three. Could be any of the three. I mean, yeah. the idea that there'd be play-by-play at Pamela Anderson's wedding, it wouldn't be the first time one of her extracurricular activities was uh, narrated. That's true. So, yeah. That is from the Kansas-Kansas State NCAA basketball game last night, which it was a big brawl at the end of the game. Kansas yeah. won the game easily. Yeah, they usually do. But there was a big foul at the end of the game, and then the, the benches emptied. And when you think about it, a basketball game fight is probably the most dangerous. Like, of all the four major sports... If you if you count the four major sports as hockey, basketball, baseball, and football, right? That's probably the most dangerous fight. In football, you got helmet on, right? Uh, yeah, got helmet okay, and padding. Yeah, yeah, hockey, you got helmets on for the most part. They might get right, knocked yeah. off during the fight, but sure, yeah, y- you still have that possibility of protection. And in baseball, you're wearing a cap or you're wearing a helmet, possibly for at least for a little bit of it. So in in basketball, you've got no protection about your head and face. Yeah. And you've left out the fact that being hit with a size 22 shoe might as well be <laughs> being run over by a smart car. Exactly. Yeah. Shaq yeah, takes his shoe off yeah. and hits you. Yeah. You're in big trouble. I mean, but we all know really who throws a shoe. Uh, not many. Yeah. So I believe everybody on both teams that was involved in that brawl should be immediately thrown out of school. 
Every one of them should be thrown off the team and thrown out of school, but they won't be because there are millions of dollars that come into the school Absolutely. based upon their basketball yeah. programs. I think those are all judged on whether people threw punches or not. If guys go out there yeah. and try and separate people, I don't think they get in trouble, but if they throw punches, I think that's definitely, there's minimum requirements for, for disciplinary action in that case. Yeah, and there's no third man in rule like there is in hockey. In hockey, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're immediately so suspended for that, so... <laughs> Alrighty then, and why not? Time for us to single out stupidity, a little thing we like to call the Mark and Paul dumbass of the day. You know, and tomorrow we'll do it at the same time, and you'll find out about a really bad late 80s, early 90s fashion choice undoing a dumbass. Was it Billy Squire's off-the-shoulder sweatshirt from the... No, that was too early. You'll have to find out tomorrow. All righty, then. I guess I'll be listening. We are sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson at arrowheadharley.com. And you can see this at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. Good good morning, by the way, to uh, Dan and his son, Sam, who are enjoying the dumbass of the day with us daily. Just good parenting right there. Yep. So we're in Montana for today's dumbass. Okay, then. 24-year-old Tevin Lapier of Great Falls, Montana. Wow. Tevin, you say? Yes, that's right. I'm and sure uh, he's from a very poor neighborhood. This was just this past Friday night. Uh, it was around 9 o'clock at night when Tevin was walking past the Lothan Jug gas station. <laughs> Lothan Jug. I mean, it's no purple turtle. <laughs> but it's uh, it's the Lothan Jug gas station in Great Falls. So as he walked past, Tevin saw a man pull up in a 1999 Altima. Okay. Get out and go into the Lothan Jug. Guy obviously needed a loaf of bread or yeah. perhaps a jug of milk. Yep, yeah, it's possible. And we got to give the driver a uh, honorable mention as dumbass because he left his car running. I, I no, okay, well, what? But don't it understand that. It could be cold this time of year. You yeah, never know. But come on now. Whatever. Come on now. He leaves the car running. Tevin saw this. He's not going to let an opportunity like that slip away. Tevin, yes. Tevin hopped into the car and drove off. However, Tevin hadn't noticed or planned on the other occupant of the car, a full-grown pit bull. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the they're... Uh... They're called the nanny dog, don't you know? Because mm-hmm. they tend to be very, very good babysitters. Yeah, you know, authorities can't say for sure, but judging from the fact that very shortly after stealing the car, <laughs> Tevin crashed into a light pole, it's highly likely that the pit bull expressed its displeasure at the theft of the vehicle. <laughs> what is your anti-theft device? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the pit bull was able to escape from the car after the crash and was found later injury-free, which is nice. Tevin, however, had to be extricated from the vehicle. <laughs> The pit bull is at the loafing jug just knocking back a pint. (laughs) (laughs) Tevin was taken to the hospital with a variety of injuries. He'll be fine. No, he won't. Well, he'll face a variety of charges once he heals up just a little bit. (laughs) One of those being the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, gang, this is the money man, Eddie Money, and I think that's a beautiful story you guys just told. look at this the more i look at it i think it will fail and that is the smart contact lens this is essentially uh, a lens that gives you a hud a heads-up display on your eyeball yeah which which how do you charge that how do you how do you how does that work that i'm not sure about but you literally put the contact lens in on your eyeball and depending on how you move your eye you get some kind of readout whether you want directions or to find out how many steps you've taken you can even watch a movie on it on the positive tip just a tip just for a second just to see how it feels you can watch porn on it you can watch whatever you want. i'm guessing the application to porn will be uh quick 
It'll be very yeah. quick that's going to happen. Uh, on, the, on the negative tip, no pun intended, um, you get in a car accident and you're uh, incapacitated. And Is it distracted driving? It's a distracted driving thing, yeah. and, and they pull your contact lens out and find out you were watching porn. Or find out you were watching anything. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know that this is a good idea. I mean, there's a certain – just because you can doesn't mean you should. Doesn't, don't you get the feeling of this, like, enough is enough? Too much technology? Well, I, it's, I, it's a little bit too invasive almost. I don't see it working uh, because they tried this with the – was it Google Glass? Remember that thing? Right. Where they, they, they tried to do it with glasses, which would, would, that I get because at least you can take them off and stuff like that. But yeah. But, I, I don't know. And you know what? Not only is it just too much, it's – I don't know anybody who likes – wearing contact lenses. Yes, they're probably more convenient than glasses occasionally, but I, I, I walked around the building yesterday okay. and I asked various people what the worst thing was about having to wear contact lenses. That I can always feel them in my eyes. Worst part is just touching your eye when you put it in. That's Ooh. the thing I didn't like. And then when it kind of sits in there and kind of doesn't attach itself right away and that attach. feeling you get like sandpaper. <laughs> the worst part is when you get like a little hair, you get something in it. Oh. Or your finger is on it. You always like try to adjust your eyes all the See, time. The, the struggle is real. I Getting guess. a hair under your contact lens. Yeah, the struggle is real. That's like Absolutely. watching an old. It's like watching an old movie. You <laughs> know, the, the, the little hair that just sits there. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just sits there in the, in the corner and, and wiggles screen. back and forth. Yeah, wiggles yes. back and forth. Yeah, I guess. My, I see. My prediction is it will fail. See, I don't know because I don't wear corrective lenses in any way. So, I, like, I have no frame of reference as to whether or not this is a good idea. Or not. I'll tell you what. Four eight zero four seven zero KSLX. If you actually like wearing contact lenses, I'd be curious to hear that. I'd be curious because it's. I've done it. Not enjoyable. It's always a pain. It's always getting cloudy. Yeah, always got to rinse them out. Yeah, I just think to myself, I, I think to myself what it's like to have, like, like how many times I have to clean the screen on my phone. I can't imagine what it's like to, like, I put a fingerprint, like, I've got the, the control thing, the, the navigation control on my on my truck, mm -hmm. and, every, and it's covered in fingerprints. I can't imagine. How do yes. you put a contact lens in your eye without fingerprinting the contact lens? And then do you have to get some Windex? And how does that work? Very carefully is the answer. All right. Yes, very carefully. hear from people who who prefer their contact lenses over glasses it's a better option i still don't think anybody really likes wearing contact lenses yeah, yeah it's, I, a, I mean, it's still I mean, a nuisance well given a choice between contacts and glasses i mean I, again all i know is both my parents wore glasses and i don't have to i've been lucky so far i mean i, I occasionally i'm a little light sensitive but i don't wear glasses to read uh, unless I'm really, really tired. I mean, they help. Reading glasses help. They, help, they help everybody. Yeah. But I don't need them. I don't require them. I've never had a prescription for, for v corrective vision stuff. But I can't imagine that contact lenses is the aggravation of putting glasses on. And you'd, you'd have to answer this question for me. Is the aggravation of putting glasses on that you need for a prescription outweigh the aggravation of sticking little pieces of, of vinyl in your eye? I preferred the contact lenses for, you know, if when I had to wear glasses all the time. Then I had LASIK, so now I just need them for reading. Okay. But when I was bad near and bad far, right. um, I preferred the contact lenses over having to wear glasses because I hated having, like, something in front of my face all the time. But I also hated having something on my eye all the time. Uh, it's the lesser of two evils, the contact lenses. Okay. But... All right, I believe let, you. Okay. Well, let, speaking of belief, okay. who, who believes this guy? Hey, I'm telling you, I love my contacts. I've had them in my eyes for two and a half years without ever taking them out. How is that? It, you just do it. You wake up in the morning, you shoot some saline in your eyes, and you're on your way. 
same pair for two and a half years without taking them out. I have ha- I've had a pair in for four years at one time. It, it's it's a biggest scam going. Them them optometrists trying to sell more contacts. You just leave a pair in, don't mess with it. They'll 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 be okay. <laughs> four four years. I look like even as a guy that doesn't wear contact lenses, I don't buy that for a second. Only because only because I had a false tooth as a kid, like a, like they call it a flipper. It's like right. a, like a retainer, and you can't leave it in your mouth. You get bacteria. Right. I mean, I I have to assume that between the eyeball and whatever lens, regardless of how much saline you're putting in your eye, yeah. I have to assume that there's some form of bacteria that forms there. I don't buy that. And, and I don't, I certainly don't want to besmirch the honor of this person, the integrity of this person who just called. I don't buy that for a second that you can leave one pair of contacts in your eyes for four years. Yeah. Nope. No. It nope. Just, it just seemed like we all wake up and have to clean our eyes, but that guy would really have to go to town, I think. By the way, and for the record, um, I don't know anybody that's been able to keep contact lenses in their eyes for more than a week without one falling out. Yeah, exactly. They I fall mean, out all the time. I, you know what? That was. Oh, the, they slide behind your eyeball, right? Isn't uh, that another thing? That's a common a, thing. You, you like when you're sleeping, you get the rapid eye movement thing, and if you sleep with contacts, one can end up in the backside of your eyeball. That's even, a thing, right? Even without sleeping with it, it's not on the backside, but like up high or down low, and you can't right. find it for a while, so, or like you think you got it all. You know, you're doing it in front of the mirror. You think you got it all done. You got your contacts in. You're ready to go out, and then you look in the mirror, and it's on your shoulder. You know, or, yeah. it's, or it's stuck to your cheek so and you don't even, even realize it. Is it even physically possible to keep the same set of contacts in your eyes for four years? God, I hope not. I mean, is it? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. They'd fall apart. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. only vinyl, right? They tear. What's the other thing? The contact lenses tear? tear? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no, I, I don't believe that. I mean, you know, again, far be it for me to besmirch the integrity of that listener, but I yeah. think that is that is hokum, if you yeah. will. Yeah, Maybe we, something out of the, the, the volume of Aesop's fables. That's right. We want to thank Cloudy-Eyed Joe for checking in. That was awesome. <laughs> Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to.